0: Legacy Game Changers. Our mission is to help you make, save, and grow your income. I'm your host, Zanetta Rogers, accountant, tax preparer, certified money coach, insurance agent, and travel agent. Today my guest Shane Eckerson and I will be discussing strategies for new business owners. With 25 plus years of corporate and agency experience in the marketing and advertising industry, Shane Eckerson works with small businesses to build and grow competitive Strategic brand. After spending decades uncovering the secrets to big brand success, he is now leaving the playing field and opening doors for small business businesses by sharing best practices and insights gained for helping brands maintain a competitive edge in their market, grow their brands, and reach new audience. The madness name brings to the table is found in in the intersection of creative thinking, brand strategy, data driven marketing, and digital commerce. James' ultimate goal is to help your business avoid becoming a statistic. His love of people and passion for entrepreneurship, branding and marketing, make him the perfect strategic partner to come alongside you and support your biggest business goals. Thank you for coming on my show today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor and a privilege.
0: So is there anything else about this stuff that you want to tell the audience before we get started?
1: Uh, I, I think you covered it. Uh it's it's a lengthy intro, so I apologize for that. Uh, I've just been doing this for so long that I had to get some of it in because if I leave it out, people will say, Well, why'd you leave that part out? So you never know what part's gonna be interesting to someone.
0: Okay, great. So let's start with this first question. What made you leave the corporate world behind to start your own business?
1: Sure. Uh that's that's a great question. Um I I I started early uh in advertising. Um I worked with a lot of large companies and uh, I originally got my start in marketing, but as I transitioned over into advertising, uh, I started in print and I remember talking to uh, one of the larger brands and they were saying, you know, Oh, it's so great to be able to work with you. You guys are doing great for us. You're making a big difference. And I remember thinking to myself and actually said it all out loud to them They go, well, well how can you tell um, you are just basically doing the same thing. And what I had learned was, the ones that are on the top are doing the work to stay on top, and they, their job at that point is to be able to do everything that they can to make sure that there are no people that get to come and knock them off their, uh, their ranking. So one of the reasons that I left Corporate World behind was because I wanted to even uh, the, the playing field. Uh, I realized so many, so many times I'd talk to people, and they would say, oh, you're an advertiser, and I'd love to learn how to do this and, and learn how to be able to grow my business, and I'd go back to the jobs, and they'd say, well, they don't have the budget. And if they don't have the budget, then we don't have the time to help them. So uh, over the years, I kept trying to work with more and more companies and and talk to them about ways that they could be able to elevate their business. And uh, all the companies that I worked for kept saying it it wasn't a good use of my time. so eventually what I got to was uh, it's time for me to step away so that I can actually go where I can see myself making a difference.
0: So why is legacy building so important to you?
1: uh it it ties into that uh it's something where uh you know you you only get so many opportunities in life to really be able to leave your mark and my father had a saying he's like if you're not making a difference you're taking up space and it's something that always stuck with me so legacy building to me is important because you want to be able to have something that shows that you were here and we all have our talents we all have things that are our gifts and i like the opportunity of being able to help bring that out of people And bring them along you know uh, a lot of times people want to start their business they want to build out their legacy they want their children to be able to see that they can be more than employees but they don't necessarily know what steps to take to be able to do that so legacy building to me is important is because um it's not just getting the businesses started it's educating them on how to be able to uh, not just do it for themselves but to teach their children that um, these are the steps that you want to be able to take to be able to have something of your own
0: what made you choose business model evaluation and assessment as the entry point for your services?
1: Sure. Um, the reason that I, I picked uh, the business model evaluation and assessments is I realized that there are so many businesses that uh, rush to go live and, and just jump into it that they don't necessarily set the, the proper fundamentals and foundation for their business uh, to set themselves up for success, and not just success, but for longevity. The, uh, the amount of people that uh, their businesses fail within the first three to five years is astronomical. There are more businesses that fail than than succeed. So by doing the business model evaluation and assessments, it gives me an opportunity to be able to make sure that they have the proper fundamentals. They have the foundation in place. And then uh, for the assessments, it's making sure, okay, well, you've made, it, you've made it past that window of time. Now, how do we make sure that you grow? So it's not just you saying that you have a business but you're growing out your business and you're evolving with your actual uh audience and that's how i go about doing it by uh basically uh evaluating what they have in place and looking at their goals because some say you know well i'm putting a lot of budget out but i'm not necessarily making the money back that i thought i would okay well what are your goals and then let's take a look at what you're actually doing to make sure that the things that you have in place are actually helping you get there because more than not one of the things that I find when I'm doing brand assessments is uh, people are putting their money out there because a guru said this or they asked this person and they said, yes, this is what I do. But how does that fit into your business, your goals, your budget, and your timeline? So by doing the assessment, it gives me an opportunity to be able to take a look at what their goals are and what they have in place and make sure that it's, it's driving them towards the goals that they actually have. So it's, it's a way to make sure that everything's going the way that it's supposed to and they're setting themselves up for success.
0: can you use this um, same assessment for somebody that's doing one of those multi-level marketing business or network marketing businesses
1: sure sure i mean the uh what one of the reasons that i um that i got into business is because when i got into it it was really hard for minorities and for women so you could be one of the smartest ones in the room but you still had to kind of pass that information along and let someone else take credit for it and when i realized that i said okay well then. I may not get the opportunity to stand at the front of the line, but what I will do is I'm going to learn the whole process. And if I learn the process, then I'll be able to find all the different points where there is an overlap, no matter what the industry is. And that's what I spent my time doing, finding the overlap. So I put together frameworks that allow me to uh, to be able to say, OK, this is a standard part of the process. So regardless of what industry you're in, if you're checking these boxes, you're putting yourself in a position where you can start to work on those things. And then from there, I start to customize everything to that actual business, the goals, their budget, and their timeline. So uh, the frameworks and the, uh, the best practices are things that I use to be able to make it so that it works with uh, multiple businesses, regardless of the industry. There is always uh, overlaps. There's very rarely that is something where it's just a one-off.
0: So what advice would you give those people who started their entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial journey during the pandemic?
1: Uh, don't give up. You were so inspired by uh, the opportunity to be able to uh, branch out and start something for yourself. uh, Now that you're either in it or you're in the process of getting it started, now's the time to be able to just take a step back and look at what you've created. In some cases, somebody might have had a great business idea, but they didn't necessarily have the great business model so you don't necessarily have to throw the baby out with the bathwater. you can hold on to that business idea you just need to tweak your business model to make sure that it's something that works for you and then for people that may be a little bit further along pause for a minute and make sure that you have everything set so that you're able to meet the audience where where you need to so that you can get the best possible results so there were so many people that started businesses i know people that were doing things with face masks and uh, it was a great uh, it was a great uh, job or, or, or product to be able to roll out, but it had a limited shelf life. Now, I mean, there are still people that are buying mass, but they're just not buying them as much. So then they have to figure out what their next step was. So uh, my advice would be, um, if you found something that has longevity, just take a look at your business model, take a look at how you have things structured and make sure that you're in a position to be able to continue on. And if you found something where it didn't have that long shelf life, it's okay to pivot. You don't have to, you know, not every business is, um, not every first business is gonna be your best business. So if you did something that it had a shorter shelf life, you got a taste for the entrepreneurial spirit. Now you can take that and what you've learned and you can apply it to another business idea and take it even further.
0: We have to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with more information on strategies for your business. Hello. This is Denetha Rogers. Join me on Wednesday at 5 p.m. for my new podcast, Legacy Game Changers. Every Wednesday at 5 p.m., join me and we will talk about finance, education, and wealth building for you and your family to leave a legacy for your loved one. Once again, that's Legacy Game Changers, Wednesday at 5 p.m. we're back. Thanks for holding on. So I have a question. So how does, you, we talked about people pivoting. So what does that entail mm-hmm. for a person to to pivot?
1: Sure. Um, and that's a great question and one that I think is going to be helpful to a lot of people. So I'm, I'm more than happy to answer it, and I can always follow up with more details. Um, but just to start, uh, what, I, what I try to convey to people is there's three pillars to uh, any business foundation. And the first is your target audience. So it's what problem are you solving? Uh, what solution do you come up with? And how do you deliver it consistently? So if we backpedal to pivoting, uh, what you want to be able to do is you want to be able to identify a problem. Now, you may have started a business, and, and we use mass as an example during the pandemic. That was addressing a problem now that you know people aren't wearing masks as much and things like that now it would be time to pivot so what you have to do is you have to take a look at the audience and you have to figure out what problem you want to be able to solve now and once you can identify the problem then there are three things that i like to look at to be able to see if it's some how you would go about doing it so uh one of the things that i say is your why matters to more than just you so when looking at something like that Uh, when you're looking at what the audience might need, is this a problem that you face that you don't want other people to face? Is it a problem that you face that, um, is it a situation that you experience that you want other people to be able to experience? Or is it something where you saw there's a need and whether or not you had that experience or not, you saw an opportunity to be able to generate revenue and that's okay. Um, You just want to basically put your brand messaging together so that you're not, claiming that you have that experience, you're saying this is the solution to that problem. Whether I've had it or not, I've, I know enough people that have experienced it to know how to be able to address it. And that's one of the best ways to start taking a look at how to pivot is to read the audience. The audience is always gonna give you the answers that you need. So when you're trying to figure out what your next step is gonna be or what your next business might be, do the research on the audience. Look on uh, frequently asked questions, or as people say, FAQs. Uh, when you see people doing Google searches, look for searches on things that you feel like may be a sweet spot or an expertise for you. And look at how many people are asking the same questions. If you see enough people asking the same questions or if you're looking at frequently asked questions on websites and things like that, and you have the answers, but you're looking at the answers that were provided, you're like, you know what? They didn't go into enough detail. They didn't give them enough. I feel like I could have gone further with that. That may be your next business idea. That may be your next venture. And that's one of the ways that you can pivot.
0: Okay. So what is the, one of the biggest mistakes that you find businesses make as a new business? Uh,
1: I would say skipping steps. Um, if there are some people that are in such a, a, a hurry to be able to go live uh, for, for a, 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 you know, plenty of reasons. It could be um, I want to be able to prove myself. I want to be able to shut other people up like there's all kind of motivations for why people may want to rush the market but the reality is when you skip over some of these fundamentals and you don't establish the proper foundation you end up having to circle back and it's a lot harder to do once you're up and running as a business because then you have to still manage the day-to-day and you can't afford to let your support and your customer service fall off so um i i listed as being skipping steps when you skip those steps uh, you complicate things for you um, or your future self because you could have taken care of those things up front and plan things out. So that's one of the reasons why I did the business model evaluation. Uh, I spoke to so many web designers and people that do brand design. Uh, it was something that, that I did, but uh, in speaking to them, they kept saying, oh, my God, we get, we get people and they're not necessarily prepared. So we have to uh, a project that could take a month or two weeks ends up taking two months and uh if i'm honest i have some clients that uh that i'm doing websites for now and uh it's a project that could have taken two to three weeks and we're on two to three months and it's because they weren't necessarily prepared so what i looked at and this goes back to pivoting is i pivoted myself and and speaking to those web designers they said well if you know all of this stuff that would allow somebody to get ready to build out their website that's a spot for you to be able to actually be of service and at the end of the day um, you want to be of service because that's where you get your audience, and that's where you get that brand loyalty that you're looking for. So uh, by not skipping the steps and and doing the work, um, when you fall in love with the process, the process falls in love with you.
0: So should a business have an exit strategy?
1: I'm sorry, say again?
0: Should a business have an exit strategy?
1: Uh, you can you can you can definitely have an exit strategy there are some people that go into business with the plan of selling it uh there are some people that go into business with the plan of handing it off to their um to their children and that goes back to legacy building uh it really just depends on the business and it depends on on the on the business owner uh i think it's smart to have an exit strategy if you have plans of offloading it uh, either to sell it so that you can parlay it into something else or if you plan to uh Hand it off to a family member. Um, I think it's great to have an exit strategy. Um, but to take it a step further, an exit strategy, an exit strategy could be: um, I don't want to be as hands-on. I want to be able to get to the point where I can focus on the things that I know I do really well, and bring in people that um, will do the other parts. And that could be its own its own form of a brand, uh, of an exit strategy because what you're doing is you're removing yourself from parts of the job and parts of the business, so that you can focus on either growing out the business in different ways, or maybe starting another venture. There are people that have more than one business, and that's how they go about doing it. They put a plan in place that allows them to be able to take a step back. So I think it's important to think it through, even if it's not something that you fully have planned or flushed out. I think it's important to be able to think through.
0: great. So what can people expect who choose to partner with you?
1: uh uh that that's a fair question um one of the things that i would say is that i educate people throughout the process one of the things that i learned in the corporate world is people don't want to let you know things because they feel like if you know it then you don't need them uh i structured my business in a way that makes it so that you don't need me i don't i i didn't like being in a position where someone felt beholden so when i was building out websites i wanted people to know how to be able to manage the website in a way that would allow them to be able to go forward. And then it became a choice that they got to work with me or they continue to work with me. And that's one of the things that they can look forward to uh, is that I look forward to educating people throughout the process. That aha moment when I hear it click and they're like, oh, I get it now, is everything to me. That's, That's my purpose. That's one of the biggest whys for me is I know how hard it was for me to be able to get the information. I know how many people tried to stand in the way of me being able to get that information and get to the point that I want to be able to get in my life. Um, I want to remove some of those obstacles and roadblocks. And one of the ways that I can do that is by making sure that I'm preparing people as best I can. All
0: right. So how can my audience get in touch with you for more information?
1: Sure. Uh, the website is majority.media, and it's uh, it's going to be... One thing that you see when you first get to the uh, to home page is, are you a new business or are you an existing business? If you're a new business, then you're most likely going to want to take a look at, at the business model evaluation because that's where I'm walking people through the business model, helping them identify their target audience, and walking them through some marketing basics and making sure that they have their business basics. Um, if you're an existing business, you might already have checked some of those boxes, and what they're looking for is, I'm already up. I'm already out there. How do I make sure I'm able to hit my goals? And that's a great solution for someone that is looking to grow out their business. They want to be able to evaluate what they already have in place, and they want to be able to make sure that it aligns with their goals. So those are going to be the two main uh, the, the two main uh, swim lanes that you'll see when you land on a website. And then for those that are just looking to gather some information, uh, I have a, a, a newsletter, and it's called the Entrepreneur's Newsletter. And you can find that at majoritymedia.net. And there, I curate articles. So when I know that people have questions, either I will answer them myself, or I'll pull an article that will help point them in the right direction. And then it's up to them to be able to implement it from there. But if they do find that they uh, need help, or they find themselves overwhelmed, then they have the option to be able to bring me in as a consultant, or to hire me for the service. And then I can uh, I can make sure that they're able to hit their goals from there. That's great. Do
0: you have Do you want to give them your phone number?
1: Uh, Sure. Uh, The phone number would be 917-633-5100. And that's just going to be the main line. Uh, uh, I may not always be able to pick up because part of what I'm doing uh, with it being online, if I do a lot of digital work, so sometimes I'll be on webinars, I'll be doing interviews with a client and things like that. So feel free to leave a message. Uh, with your contact information and just a brief description of what, what it is you're hoping to accomplish, and then I can always follow up from there. All
0: right, great. Is there anything else you would like to tell the audience before we wrap this up? Uh,
1: yes. Um, drown out the outside noise. Uh, the peanut gallery is 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 not meant to be able to see your vision. Some things are meant for you to see, and they won't be able to see it until you bring it to fruition. So, if you, if you have that imposter syndrome where you feel like, I don't know if I can do this, but um, you've got the feeling, you've got the signs to say, this is what you're meant to do, trust, trust in yourself and just give yourself the opportunity to be able to take a couple of steps. Sometimes just a step is enough for you to be able to say, you know what, this is something I can do. And don't let the people that, that are off on the side that aren't doing anything with their lives or don't want to see you do anything with yours, don't let them hold you back. Um, if this is your passion, pursue it. If this is a talent, then you need to—you're uh, almost obligated to do something with it. So don't let anything hold you back. Um, in this life, you only get—you only get this one, and time is short. So make the most of it.
0: Well, I really appreciate you doing my show today. Um, I will be in touch. Um, this has been Legacy Game Changes. I'm here to help you with your finances. You can reach me at Zaneta/Rogers at com or you can email me at legacygamechanges@gmail.com at gmail.com or text me at 443-906-3882. Everyone have a blessed evening.